This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Ah, hello. Welcome to the broadcast. I mean that. Welcome to the broadcast. If you'd like to participate, you can dial 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for being here. Now, you know, we this broadcast is, I try to make it, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit different because during the week and during the rest of the broadcast day here on the Blaze Radio Network with uh, Michael Pelka and Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs, they're going to cover all the big stuff. Uh, you know all the big political stuff. So, you know, we try to have a, you know, I give you I try to give you an outline of some of the bigger stories at the beginning of the show, but then the rest of the stories are more uh, you know, the stories you talk about in the break room. We, you know, over over your lean cuisine. Over your metafast lunch. Your metafast beef stew with crackers over lunch. You want to hear some of the stories that we talk about here on this broadcast. But first and foremost, there's some bigger stories that, you know, you need to you need to remember. Um, you know, of course, we had the big debate last week, the big uh, Democratic debate. And my gosh, what fun that was, wasn't it? If you survived and didn't slice your wrists and just watch the blood shoot out of your veins instead of watching the old folks up on stage tell you how much they really hated America. Oh, let me get this right. They love America just... Not the way it is right now. They they love America the way they want to change it, and they don't even they don't even think we've gone bad enough. We want to make it worse. I was really surprised at the hatred I felt from those people on the stage uh, during the Democratic debate. The hatred for America. And sure, I don't know why it surprised me because I listen to their cuts all the time. I hear their voices everywhere. I hear them telling me their little ideas of. Boy, you know, we could only get better. But it drives me insane. And, you know, on my Facebook page, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, uh, I gave you a quick recap of the debate. And it really, I don't know, it made me feel better just to kind of recap it in my own head of what the debate was and what it came off to me as. And I'll just read it to you. The rich need to pay. Climate change is the worst enemy ever. More things need to be free. We're not trying to take your guns. Just jump through all these hoops to keep them. Fossil fuel's bad. And who were the other three on the stage with Hillary and Bernie again? That's my recap of the Democratic debate from last week. Boy, the other three just need to go away. No question about that. And matter of fact... All of them need to go away. There's no question about that. 
but they're not going to, sadly. And so you had the Bernie Sanders uh, stick up for Hillary email comment, which got her off the hook. And then she had an interview with uh, Jake Tapper in which Jake uh, talked to her a little bit about her email scandal. And what was her response? Uh. Wait. What? Uh. (laughs) It's agonizing. And we're supposed to just be okay with that. So, Hillary, we understand that, you know, everybody wants to, uh, you know, we're tired of your email scandals. Uh. It's unbelievable. And when you think, well, Jake's just trying to be tough, then I see uh, a picture on Instagram of Jake showing Hillary. And the caption is, uh, at Jake Tapper showing off photos of his daughter to HRC after sitting down for the CNN interview. Oh, my gosh. Now, I will admit, it's okay for Jake to interview her. I get that. I, I, I do. I completely understand that. But then to be done and say, oh, hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hey, did I show you pictures of my daughter? I wonder if she reacted the same way as she did to the email scandal. <laughs> Just agonizing. And then as I sit down today... Now, my producer in New York, Aaron Hernandez, plays me a clip of the great Joy Behar. And I love Joy. I do. She means so much to me. And she's actually, you know, a couple hundred years old, like everyone else on the Democratic stage for the debate. And he plays a clip for me where she said this. I actually am aroused by him. Oh, I, 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 now, Joy, I love you, but no. Yeah, I'm married. I've already got a wife. Oh, I, I could appreciate. I mean, I understand, Joy. I understand that you would say. I actually am aroused by him. But you know, I, I'm in a I'm in a relationship. Okay, I'm already married. <laughs> <laughs> Joy Behar commenting about Bernie Sanders. I actually am aroused by him. I bet you are. I bet you are, and so is every other communist in this country. So I'm sure you're not the only one that... I actually am aroused by him. Yeah. Just agonizing. Just agonizing. So it doesn't surprise me that a 100-year-old woman would feel this way about a 100-year-old man. I actually am aroused by him. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it does, Joy. And I bet you are all other communists around the country. And in fact, probably all other communists around the world feel like... I actually am aroused by him. Yeah. I bet you are. Unbelievable. And then we have the CBS story, where CBS is uh, talking about banning advertising for the critical film, Truth, about Dan Rather, where the great Robert Redford plays Dan Rather. Uh, One of the great... One of the great reviews I read about Dan Rather, or about uh, Robert Redford playing Dan Rather, was that the review was he was impressed that Robert Redford tried to sound and act nothing like Dan Rather in the movie. So <laughs> Robert is at his top 
acting game right now. You can count on that. Anyway, CBS says no, we're not going to advertise for the movie. Sorry, uh, we we don't we don't agree with the movie. Uh, we're not going to take any of your advertising dollars. Now on the on the cover, you think good for CBS? Good for CBS. Uh, you know, they stick to a little bit of their guns and say, well, CBS probably isn't sticking to their guns, but they're sticking to their what they believe is their morals and their their rights. And, you know, good for them. They get to say, you know, what advertising dollars they'll take and what they will. Uh, but and that's, of course, the network. I'm sure the local affiliates will try to snag as much as they can of the dollars for CBS. But one of the things that, you know, they were all upset about the story because it's about, you know, Dan Rather's uh, take on a, President Bush's uh, military experience. Kate Blanchett's in the movie, too. Unbelievable. And, you know, they talk about uh, where Dan was just take going after George Bush and his military experience, and they... Then the report came out that it was false information, and they still stood by it, and people lost their jobs. People lost their jobs at CBS over it. And CBS says, we're not going to take your money. Sorry, we don't want your money. Uh, of course, uh, Kate gets to you know go on Stephen Colbert's show. Is anyone even watching that show yet now? Now that the first week is over and you realize, hey, that's what the show is? I don't think so. Now, some at CBS News say we're angered at the implication that the news executives were pressured to quash the story. Where are you? Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. But they're still... They got an official statement from CBS, which was, you know, surprising because CBS, instead of just saying, no, we're not going to take your money, uh, they issued their statement... Uh, it's astounding how little truth there is in truth. And there are, in fact, too many distortions, evasions, baseless conspiracy theories to enumerate them all. The film tries to turn gross errors of journalism and judgment into acts of heroism and martyrdom. Um, Many movies do that. And I kind of, you know, I for sure will not see this movie until it hits maybe the dollar theater, and then I may have to re-even, rethink that, to be honest with you. We may wait till Netflix. And But, uh, no, uh, I won't be going to the theater to see that breaking out for sure. It's not a, that is not a worry for me. I could give a flying crap about Dan Rather, Robert Redford, Kate Blanchard, CBS, we lived through all of that. We know what a joke it was to begin with. Agonizing. And then, of course, uh, you have the uh, Obama administration, uh, of course, uh, using the same lines that they've used for the past eight years, seven or eight years. Uh, When asked about uh, the Obamacare, I'm sorry, the Affordable Care Act, uh, Josh Ernest uh, conceding that the Affordable Care Act is not as popular as the min- the administration would like. Really? Huh. I wonder why that is, though. Josh, was it because uh, the whole thing is uh, s- sucks and built on lies? No. 
his explanation, uh, dishonest Republicans and a confused public. So the Affordable Care Act is not as popular as the administration would like because of dishonest Republicans and people aren't smart enough to figure it out and need to have it explained better, just like they've said all along. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then we're getting reports that... Look, the Obama administration, we know, believes, along with what a great threat climate change is, and so does everyone on that Democratic debate stage feel that climate change is this great threat to the, the to America and to the world, and only America can cut back on everything and make the world better, not the other countries. Well, Assistant Attorney General John Carlin at the Justice Department announced a new position called the Domestic Terrorism Council. Yay! Yeah, following a number of violent attacks and plots against the U.S., he said they were motivated by anti-government views, racism, bigotry, and anarchy, and other despicable beliefs. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, don't worry about that whole ISIS thing going on. Don't worry about that Russia thing going on around the world and the Middle East and in Europe and China and Iran. No, no. We're going to start going after people with anti-government views. That's what we're going after. And that's the way it goes. You got that? We're taking them down. And that's just as simple as that. Now, those are some of the bigger stories that you can talk about throughout the week. And just so you know what's going on a little bit, there's other, there's plenty of other stuff that we're going to cover today for sure. Plus, I have some sad news. I mean, it was sad to me anyway. It was sad to me. And we'll get to that momentarily. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Russia, Iran, Cuba, the Obama way is buy them off, placate them. And now they're all joining forces in Syria to fight against our interests, to fight against the rebels that we've half-heartedly backed to create their own reality in that country. Other countries, other allies and other enemies will see this and say the U.S. is now totally unserious, cannot be trusted. Buck Sexton, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Um, I talked a little bit about the sad news uh, that I have for you. And, uh, you know, and I know it's I know it's early. So just take a sip of your coffee, refill the coffee cup, turn the volume up a little bit, get yourself some cream and sugar and relax a little bit. If you have to go out on the back porch and. Drink a cup of coffee and fire up a butt. That's fine. Go ahead, sit down, relax. Enjoy the enjoy the fresh smell of cigarette smoke in the morning air. As the dew when the sun comes up with a hot cup of coffee in your hand. Fresh lit cigarette. 
and know that yesterday, yesterday, I lost a friend. He's been a friend of mine for many, many years now. We've been together through sad times, through happy times. We've, and I say we, the family, it brought us together as a family a number of times. Happy, sad, angry. Yesterday, yesterday we said goodbye. And we didn't want to, but we had to. We felt it was time. We felt it was time. Now, maybe sometime in the future it's possible that we'll let this friend back into our lives. It's possible that we let this friend back into our lives. But like you, there there are times when friends are in our lives and we realize that they shouldn't be in our lives anymore. And we have to cut the ties. And while it's sad at the time, we hope and pray that in the future it will be better because of it. Because you cut the ties with this friend. And the friend begged and pleaded to stay in your life. Reminded you how you'd been together through all these happy and sad times. Reminded you how they'd been in your home during the darkest times of your life. And in your homes during the happiest times of your life. And... How at times you would be out and about and you would look forward to coming home because your friend was there. But, like you, yesterday was the time when we had to cut the ties with the friend. The friend is no longer welcome in the Fisher home. And I think you may be familiar with this friend. You may know my friend. My friend, cable TV. Have a nice day. I told you. I warned you, and I warned you, and I warned you that there would come a day when what you offered was not worth the money I was spending. I told you time and time and time again to get better at what you do. If you want to remain in my home, get better at what you do. Give me more of what I want and less of what you think I want. And yet, no. You didn't listen. You went headstrong into your beliefs, thinking that you knew best what I wanted what my family wanted. My children still believe that you know best what they want. I know better. I know better. Okay? So cable TV, you're out.
cut the cord yesterday. Stacked up the boxes, waiting for their boxes to come so I can ship it back to them. And they'll be completely gone. It's like looking at a casket in the front room of my house with those boxes. Knowing that they're still trying to hang on to the life they had in my house. But no, no, could no longer be a part of our lives. Not anymore, cable TV. Not anymore. You're out. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can always follow me on Twitter, Jeffy MRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, Jeffy MRA. They're up there all waiting for you to come and share behind the scenes in my life. We did get a tweet from uh, Vecca Fitz Francis. And I want to know if, uh, if asking, of course, for the nephew... Uh huh. If I, uh, you know, I, I started this thing about you know jokes. I mean, there's always jokes. Asking me if I'm going to have more jokes today. I mean, there's always a joke to get you through the day, right? I mean, sadly, last night we were going out to dinner, and uh, uh, <laughs> we're driving to the restaurant, and my son and my daughter and my wife and I were trying to come up with the <laughs> we're we're writing our own jokes uh, about. Uh, the skeleton, skeleton jokes. You know, it's almost Halloween. We've got some great Halloween stuff coming up later in the show. Uh, but I'll give you a, let's see, uh, why did the skeleton cross the road? Because he had a bone to pick with a chicken. Thank you. There you go. That's an easy, there's, there's, a, there's a kid joke for you with the skeleton, okay? <laughs> so sad. So sad. So we're talking a little bit about uh, breaking up with things, and I know I say goodbye to cable TV. It's a, it's a sad day. It'll be it'll we'll you know I'll get over it. I'm I'm was ready to say goodbye. There's really only we had. I sat down. I mean, you know, my kids are really the ones that are. But dad, but dad, we no, that's no, okay. We got all. There's still plenty of things to watch. It's okay. I know, dad, but no, son, it's okay. We got eight thousand things over there in that cabinet right over there called DVDs. You can watch those. And there's other there's other channels that we subscribe to. It'll be okay. I know, Dad, but no, it's okay. So I've got withdrawal symptoms going on with the children. But uh, I, really, it's okay. There's only Look, I tried to explain to them, look, we pay $8 million a month. I thought it was a little steep, but that's what we were paying. I'm saving eight million dollars a month now. Uh, I mean, and I'm still in, I'm still I'm still in the red. I'm not sure how that works. Um, there were look at how many I tried to explain to him. Look at how many channels we had on that cable box. Okay, we had I don't know, seriously. I really don't know how many channels. There were like a thousand. 
and and maybe two two or three hundred were maybe pay per view channels. So we'll say we'll say eight hundred channels. Okay, I'll even give you seven hundred, but there was more than that. I, I think it was pretty close to eight hundred total. And I asked him to tell me, you know, what channels you watched, and there were maybe three or four, and that's the same with all of us. Why the hell am I paying for these 800 channels when I'm only watching three or four? The heck with it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. It's agonizing. It's a waste of money. And and I love TV. I'm a huge fan of television. Always have been. Love it. And will I miss being able to sit down and scroll through 800 channels and say that there's nothing on and maybe see something stupid? And watch something stupid? Yeah. Yeah, I will. But uh, it'll be okay. It'll be all right. I will move on. We'll go through the withdrawal symptoms. will be over about mid-next week with the children. Then we'll be okay. We'll all be okay. But then I see a story that talks about November. Just around the corner, by the way. The highest rate of breakups among couples in November. Did you know that? It marks the annual, and they have even have a little name for it, called the turkey drop. Breakup rates spike as unhappy couples split to avoid spending the holidays together and throwing away money on expensive gifts. <laughs> yeah. Or sending the wrong message about their intentions. I'll just be together until the holidays are over, then we'll break up. But we were together during the holidays. <laughs> Look, anytime you have a breakup, it sucks. I've been through a divorce. It's not fun. And I, I mean, we, this this tip talking about November is talking about uh, a new book that's coming out sometime soon about all these, the worst breakups in history. Uh, and it'll probably be a, a, you know, it'll probably be a cute read. It'll be fun. I'll I'll browse through it. Check out some of the worst breakups in history. See what some of these people did. You know, they probably, you know, cut off the head of their lover, stabbed them, whatever. There's, there's all kinds of stories of huge, terrible breakups. And my divorce was probably one of the better ones. I mean, we got along. And it still is so hard. I mean, I understand how hard it is. So to be coming up on the holidays, you know, I don't know what's worse. Coming up on the holidays and saying, I can't do this. Um, we need to break up and have a nice day. So I don't know what's worse, going, getting, getting the axe prior to the holidays or making it through the holidays and then getting the axe. I'm guessing probably through the holidays and then getting the axe. Because if you're working up to getting the axe, you know it. You know your relationship is... On the, on the rocks. So to fake it all through the holidays has got to be worse than not faking it and just having the axe already, just being done with it, right? And you know that, you know that your spouse is already. If you're on the verge, are you cheating on your spouse? And what constitutes cheating? looking around or actually acting on it. You know, there's always excuses. 
my husband was abusive and I needed comfort. Uh-huh. We began to resent each other. Just didn't like each other anymore. I was bored and unhappy. I had to cheat on her. And it's more probably, you know, it's him and her cheating on each other. My husband was a workaholic. Damn him. He was unfaithful first, so doggone it, I'm going to cheat on him too. That's just the way it is. Those are like the top five reasons why people said they cheated on their spouse. Agonizing. So if you're having a rough time, November's your month. Bring down the hatchet. November's your month. Great stories. A couple of subway stories. One story uh, started out last week where a woman uh, said they claim locked herself in the subway toilet for a couple hours and she was smoking what they call synthetic marijuana. And then she came out of the bathroom naked and just trashed the ra- the restaurant in a in a violent rampage. <laughs> Some of the pictures are great. Why am I not at these subway stores when this happens? Maybe when's the last time you've been to a subway, Jeff? I don't know. It's been quite a while, but I've never at the one where there this naked lady is running through trashing everything, stoned out of her mind. There's another story from Subway where they took a picture and some guy apparently found a rat or a mouse in his sandwich in the salads. I find that very, very hard to believe. You watch them make the sandwich right in front of you. So you would, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't think that that is true. We'll be hard pressed. I mean, we'll find out here in a little while whether it was true or not. You saw the picture. There was a picture of uh, of the the lettuce on what looked like a sandwich, and then there was a little mouse in the salad in the lettuce of the sandwich. But I don't think so. All the subway people wear their little plastic gloves, and they've got the you know they've got the spit glass in front of you, so you're watching them make the sandwich. I mean, I just I, I find that hard to believe that that actually happened. But again, another subway story, right? Another great subway story. And there was another story out of, um, oh, where was it? Gosh darn it. It was at a Target store. I don't remember what city it was in. Oh, here's the story right here. It was in California. Now, if you're walking around Target, first of all, and I have been in a Target a, a number of times over the last year, and this never happens when I'm in the store. And I want to know why. Because I would I love to be in the store when this happens. So they show the video. I'm not going to play the audio from the video. But people are walking around Target and somebody starts recording from their phone. Because over the intercom at this Target store, audio from a porn movie starts playing. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> now look do you want your kids no people are freaking out in this the video people are freaking out they drop their stuff and they're running out of the store and stuff okay come on and the story talks about uh people were offering to cover up my children's ears and running around everything and picking up phones and it went on and it went on for about two minutes and then it started up again i mean i 
would love to be at that Target store. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Would I, I don't know that I would have loved it so much if the kids are with you because it's pretty descriptive, the audio. But it's really funny to see some of the reactions of the quick video, and it's not that long of a video. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tweet it here in a little bit <laughs> at Jeffy Amare. But it would be fun to be a part of it because the reaction of people are a little over the top. Um, I got gotcha. you. It's audio from a porn movie. I got it. Okay. Make up a story to your kids. I don't know what that is. Then take them over and let them look at something on a shelf. Okay. Chill a little bit. All right. I don't know what's going on. Somebody plugged in a TV to the overhead speaker. They're playing some god-awful movie. Let's take it easy, okay? Let's start freaking out. I have a I have a feeling, this is just a gut feeling on my part, Target isn't the one guilty, okay? I don't think Target is going out of their way to put up porn audio over their PA system, okay? Some, it's just unbelievable, the overreaction of people. But, again, I want to know why this stuff never happens when I'm in the store. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Mark in Maryland, you are on the broadcast. How are you, sir? Oh, hanging in there, Jeffy. Hanging in there. What's you know, uh, the, the breakups you're talking about. I wonder if you could use uh, the breakup of getting rid of the cable to go and coincide with the breakup of, uh, you know, a marriage. You know, so why? Your honor, your honor, she took away my sports channels. Uh, <laughs> you could, I'm sure that's been done. Yeah, well, and and then they complain about Subway. What what are they complaining about? So they got a little extra meat on the sub. What's you know what's not to like? And, Thank uh, you very much. And also, you Next look joke. at. Uh, it sounds like to me Target has been targeted. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Mark. Now people are calling up, writing their own jokes. Thank you. I appreciate it. There was a couple more of the uh, stupid Halloween jokes that we thought of last night, too, as we were driving to dinner, and I can't even remember them now. I'll remember them. More, uh, more skeleton jokes, though. We got stuck on skeleton jokes, and we continued on to the restaurant, coming up with skeleton jokes. I should have written him down. I'm sure my son did. So he'll have it in his repertoire of jokes for the next 40 years of writing the jokes. So funny. Do you remember the story? You know what I want to do? I want to start using that. And I know that it's illegal now. Remember the story of Orson Welles when he was working in New York and he had his radio show and his uh, Broadway play. And he used to have to 
try to get a cab and have cars waiting and race to the other location when he was done with one to get there on time and he was waiting one day outside the outside the theater and he saw an ambulance go by and he thought that's how i'm going to do it so he rented an ambulance every night and he walked out of the theater hopped in the ambulance they threw on the lights and they took him to another theater and he got there you know in plenty of time he just rode in the back of the ambulance now you know that's you know illegal now i you know they, they don't it's only for emergencies but a, a man in michigan decided that hey I am going to live large. So what I'll do, if it's illegal for me to call an ambulance and use it, I'll call 911, say I'm having a heart attack, the ambulance will come and get me, I'll go to the hospital, I'll get I'll get waited on hand and foot by nurses and doctors, I'll get some food, I'll hang out, have a little bit of fun, and then I'll go back home. And it worked fine for the first few times. And then the hospital thought... You know, you aren't having heart attacks, are you? You're just coming in here for food and fun, frivolity. And instead of saying, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my heart, my heart. He went, well, yeah, of course. Why else would I be in here three or four times a week? That was a bad move. Now he's in big trouble for that. Bad move. Sorry to see that happen. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Mike Opelka, Pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. On the Blaze Radio Network, and I, I don't know what the giveaway is this week. I overheard that they were going to be the stunt brain dangling dice that hang around your rearview mirror in your car, but I don't know that. I mean, it could be hubcaps for all I know this week. So, give a listen, see what the giveaway is. I'm sure it'll be exciting though, because he always has a great gift for those of you listening. And you know, maybe I mean, if you like the little dangling dice, the little stunt brain dangling dice hanging from your window, cool. I got no more power to you. You can get anything you want from your mirror. You can quote me on that, okay? All right, so it's almost Halloween. Right? A couple weeks away from Halloween. You're already thinking about getting there's pumpkins everywhere. Don't cut them too early because I've cut some pumpkins <laughs> early and you set them out. And they look almost better after the couple of weeks because they've fallen down on inside themselves and the mold starts growing out of it. So it's almost a... Uh, you get, it's a double Halloween effect. First, it's the beautiful pumpkin carved with the face and then smushed. Sitting on the front porch with mold growing on it. It looks great. Yes, it does. And look, there's Halloween displays going up all over everybody's neighborhood now. They're coming up more and more and you see them. They've got the giant spiders and the, the giant 
There's one in our neighborhood that has the uh, Peanuts gang that's a Halloween thing with the giant pumpkin. And then there's a giant spider around the corner. And then somebody's got their spider webs in the yard with the witch. And everybody enjoys the the witch flying, smashing into the tree display in the front yard. And, and the, the gravestones everywhere. Well, in Ohio, there's a Halloween display in a neighborhood that has made people feel a little scared. Oh, no. In this story, the little girl says she was frightened by the display. I thought they were real people. Yeah, real people. They were hanging upside down from a tree, and there's a person leaning upside down with a knife coming out. I was a little nervous. Stop it. It's a Halloween display. Of course you were a little frightened. That's what it's supposed to do. But it's almost a block from an elementary school. This house was, if I, when I was going to elementary school, I would love to have this house on the way to school. But of course, in today's world, um, parents are saying it's a little graphic. Uh, close to an elementary school. Is it? Is it? No. No, it is not. No, it is not. Stop it. Now, what I like is that uh, the family says, well, we haven't had any complaints. I don't have to tell you. Uh, we're fine. Uh, I've got a two-year-old and a special needs teenager. Uh, they seem to be good with it. And uh, asked if they would take it down. They were like, I mean, eh, we might tone it down maybe if we thought it was actually, uh, you know, scaring people beyond uh, the Halloween scared. But uh, no, no, we're not. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, one lady, though, the lady that has the, the little daughter that was a little too scared on the way to school, a little too upset. I wonder if it was the daughter or the mom that got a little too upset over the display. She uh, she took a picture and emailed it to the city and wanted this display to taken down. I need this display taken down, doggone it. Um, no. The city said, uh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's their property, freedom of expression, move on. With your life, okay? It's a Halloween display in the front yard. Now, there is a possibility that you could cover your daughter's eyes and drive her to school so she didn't see it. You could walk your daughter to school and go another way. Or you could look at it and say, honey, it's just a Halloween display. Kind of scary, isn't it? Yep, but it's pretty funny how that ha- Look, see? Not real. Look, see? Not real. But then in another Ohio town, people mistook a murdered woman hanging from a fence as, as a Halloween decoration. <laughs> it's not funny at all. It's not funny at all. Except, I mean, you see it all the time, right? And so this, apparently this lady, this horrible thing happened to her and she was trying to escape wherever she was at. 
and she tried to climb over this fence that it had the three wires of the barbed wire along the top and she got hung up on that so she ended up dying hanging from this fence and people thought it was a Halloween decoration. Why do they have that? I don't know why they put the Halloween decoration back there. Uh, maybe because it's not real. I mean, it's not a real Halloween display. It's a real human. So she was uh, pretty horrible, actually. So you may, you know, it's okay to take a double take, maybe, at the Halloween displays and say, real or not real. We can play that game with the family. You can play that game with the kids, actually. Real or not real on the Halloween displays. That's my new That's my new game the rest of the year. Real or not real. If it's real, call the authorities. However, in this particular town of Ohio, what is the name of this town? God-awful Ohio town. Yeah, you heard me. God-awful Ohio town. <laughs> Ohio. Why people want to live in that state. That'll start a war now. People will be all mad at me that live in Ohio. I got it. You live in Ohio. You love your state. Whatever. So this small town has now have a serial. They actually have a serial killer going on. Because this lady is uh, a string of suspicious deaths and disappearances of six local women. And four of the vanished were found dead over the past year. So they're saying, uh, you know, it's definitely uh, leading to a serial killer. It's raising suspicions that there's a serial killer, you think? Now, of course, they say this particular murder, completely unrelated to the suspicious deaths. Completely. This has nothing to do with the other missing women and the other four that have were vanished and now found dead. This one here doesn't, no, 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 doesn't, completely, completely unrelated. And, you know, Halloween is a mind game, right? I mean, that's all it is. It's a mind game. You try to have, you know, you try to get people to think that something is scary. Everybody goes to the horror houses and the themes and you want to be scared out of your mind and you want to. You want to, it's kind of a release of being scared and then realizing, oh my gosh, it's not real, so I don't have to be scared, and it's a wonderful thing, right? It's a brain thing. And then I'm reading this article, an interview from Ray Kurzweil, and he is the Google guy, right? The Google futurist. And he's made, according to this article, he's made 147 predictions since the 1990s. 115 of them turned out to be true. Another 12 turned out to be essentially correct. And he said uh, that's an 86% accuracy rate. And the others, he's not saying, are completely wrong. They just have not happened yet, right? So I'm reading this article about nanobots and the brain, and it is fascinating. According, this is Ray Kurzweil, all right? Brain-to-brain communication. This will deliver a new level of human intimacy where you can truly know what your lover, friend, or child is feeling intimacy far beyond what we experience today by mere human conversation. Forget email, texting, phone calls. You'll be able to send your thoughts to someone simply by thinking them. Google on the brain. You'll have the ability to know anything you desire at the moment you want to know it. 
You'll have the access to the world's information at the tip of your neurons. You'll be able to calculate complex math equations in seconds. You'll be able to navigate the streets of any cities intuitively, and you'll be able to hop into a fighter jet and fly it perfectly. You'll be able to speak and translate any language effortlessly. Google on the brain. Scalable intelligence. Imagine that you're in a bind and you need to solve a problem. You'll be able to scale up the computational power of your brain on demand 10 times or 1,000 times. Same way you use the algorithm today uh, you know, on the Amazon web servers. Living in a virtual world, your brains can truly connect at high bandwidth. You'll be able to bypass current sensory organs, eyes, ears, touch. Point out the brain's perception of reality can be driven completely by gaming engine. It's a virtual world. Okay? Unbelievable. I mean, it's, you'll have the avatar, you'll have the extended immune system. I mean, we already have, you know, Ray talks about uh, the intelligent biological devices, and the, si- the size of blood cells that kill disease. And we have them in our body already, Ray, T cells, right? They can recognize an enemy and attack it. But they don't work on cancer, retroviruses. In the future, the nanorobots are going to be able to communicate wirelessly, download software when new pathogens arrive, and attack cancer, cancer stem cells, bacteria, viruses, disease agents. They can also work on metabolic diseases like diabetes. They can also maintain healthy levels of everything you need in the blood. Nutrients, basically repair and eventually replace damaged organs. Huh? Come on. Come on. Downloadable expertise, expand and searchable memories, a higher order of existence. Talks about how connected neocortex will bring humanity to a higher order of existence and complexity. Expanding our palette for emotion, art, humor, creativity, expression, and uniqueness. We're going to be funnier, we're going to be sexier, we're going to be better at expressing loving sentiment, we're going to add more levels to the hierarchy of the brain modules and create deeper levels of expression. People will be able to very deeply explore some particular type of music in far greater degree than we can today. And according to Ray, it'll lead to far greater individuality, not less. So, while this future may sound fanciful to many, let's remember that Exponential technologies are deceptive, right? So remember that most of these fields of the technical progress, they double every 18 months. And look at what's happened now. Go back 18 months and then the previous 18 months and see where we were and where we are now. And Ray says this Some of this will be happening by 20, 30, and 15 years, right? We're going to send in the the 2030s, we're going to send nanobots into the brain, provide full immersion virtual reality from within the nervous system, and connect our neocortex to the cloud. Just like how we can wirelessly expand our power of our smartphones, in the cloud today we'll be able to expand our neocortex in the the cloud. Wow. I mean, that's almost. These are some of the things that we've talked about that, you know, that's going to happen. 
thinking that really it's not going to happen or thinking that it's going to happen, you know, a hundred years from now. Ray's talking 15 years, 20 years from now. Unbelievable. Your children are going to be involved in this. Have them prepared. Try, and I don't know how to do it. That's for sure. I guess you need to know who you are and what you are and what you believe in. Because that's what he's talking about. Uh, you know, if this future becomes reality, connected humans are going to change everything, and we need to discuss the implications in order to make the right decisions now so that you're prepared for the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You talk about being on a higher level. Those will, There will be some on a higher level, and there's going to be others that ain't going to be so high. Looking because it'll be a wonderful thing when I can plug into the cloud and know anything. But it's a matter of being able to decide whether that anything is actually something. Or if you're being fed jargon from the cloud. So who controls that cloud? That's, a, that's another side of the argument. And then living in a going between virtual and real world and immersing yourself into everyone. Everyone's going to be immersed into this. I don't even know what you would call it. It's not going to be a virtual world, but it's not going to be reality either. It's going to be the new world, Jeff. The new world. And everything will be beautiful. And everyone will be all-seeing and all-knowing. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then everything will be fine then. Never mind. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Is the Jeff Fisher Show. How it is. Welcome to it on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelker coming up immediately following this broadcast, followed by Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all on your Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. On top of which, uh, if you go to theblaze.com slash radio, there are plenty of podcasts for you to listen to. Uh, for example, Sheriff David Clark. For example, Rabbi Daniel Lampin. The Blaze Books, The Church Boys, and many more. And of course, you can all listen to this show anytime you darn well please. Just download it. Go to theblaze.com slash radio. Yeah, it's that simple. Theblaze.com slash radio. And we are, you're there, baby. You're there. Okay? Now. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, we got some other promos, some other businesses to attend to. Um, weekdays, you have uh, Doc and Skip, Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu, right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Buck Sexton just went to three hours this past week. So it's from noon to three now, okay? Enjoy. Enjoy. Now we have also... Uh, Mercury One, mercuryone.org. You hear us ask for donations throughout the year, and those donations are for whatever, the Nazarene Fund, 
to help people of any kind of disaster relief around the country, around the world, um, that need help, goods, finances. And we tell you that 100% of that money goes to that, whatever that event is. Well, we have an event coming up on the 13th of November where the money is for the general fund of Mercury One. And that helps pay some of the individuals and pay for some of the other bills that Mercury One has. So that when you donate throughout the year, you can know that that money goes 100% to whatever particular thing that is. But this particular event helps make that happen. Mercury One, November 13th. Go to mercuryone.org. Now, if it's not up there now, we'll be up there on Monday talking about the event. It's November 13th, and you're going to have an opportunity. And I was just reading the rules. They're giving or they're raffling off for Mercedes-Benz. And I'm looking at the rules. I think I'm eligible. I think I'm eligible. They're going to a donation of 100 bucks to win this Mercedes-Benz from Mercedes-Benz of Plano. And I'm reading the rules here. And I think I'm eligible. Employees of Mercury One, Inc., which I am not, okay, I'm not a direct employee of Mercury One, Inc., immediate family members residing with employees. Nope, I don't have, I'm not that. Wait, my wife volunteers, though. That's going to be a technicality. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Hello. Thank you for being here on the Blaze Radio Network. Appreciate it. Really. I mentioned uh, the blaze.com slash radio, and you can go there and listen to podcasts. And, of course, you can always uh, take this show, the Jeff Fisher radio program, with you. You can download it uh, anytime you want, uh, theblaze.com slash radio. And I'm happy to go with you wherever you'd like. Uh, Also, uh, you can listen to uh, myself and Aaron Hernandez give you a quick uh, recap every Monday. Uh, Look for it. Look for it to drop on Mondays. Uh, Talking Walking Dead. We'll give you a recap of the new new season is up and running. Episode uh, one was uh, last Monday. And also episode one of the season was last Sunday, Walking Dead. And you can be talking Walking Dead. Now, you can join us. Uh, Look. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook, at uh, JeffVMRA, and uh, Jeff Fisher Radio on uh, Facebook, and of course, JeffVMRA on Instagram. Uh, but you can join me uh, on Twitter and Facebook. I will tweet uh, when we are going to be recording Talking Walking Dead, and you can take this number, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. You can dial that number, and you can join in on the fun and frivolity, fun and frivolity. perhaps I could speak. And we will, you can join us on Talking Walking Dead. And if you don't want to, and you just want to listen to the recap and find out exactly what should have happened, when it should have happened, exactly what to look forward to in the future, and exactly what happened, but it shouldn't have happened that way, uh, listen to Talking Walking Dead with myself and Aaron Hernandez, who is uh, one of the producers of this broadcast uh, in New York, Mr. Uh, 
And I've read all the comic books and I watch the shows and I know all about Walking Dead so much more than you. So he's, you know, I'm happy to have him part of the show. <laughs> I actually am no. aroused by him. Thank you. Thank you very much. As least Joy Behar, you don't know who she's talking about when she says that either, does she? That's a fantastic line. She is so bad. She, I'm sorry, Joy. What was that? I actually am aroused by him. I know. It's okay. Calm down. All right. I'm already married. Oh, wait. You're talking about Aaron? Yes. Okay. All that I'll give you. A lot of, a lot of people are. A lot, of, a lot of people are. <laughs> Thank you, Hillary. We appreciate it. All right. What's happening around the world? Okay, around the world. What's going on in around the world? Italy, the great Italian way of life, right? Well, we just found out in Italy it's okay to watch porn on the break. Yes, it is. Top court said, hey, Fiat employee, you did nothing wrong. You can watch porn films on your lunch break. It's okay. You shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have lost your job. It's okay when you take a break. You can go ahead and watch that porn. That's what he said all along. He said, "Hey, I was in my break. I was I catch a few minutes of the porn film I'm into. It didn't affect my job. It's on my break. I can watch a little porn. Go back to do making cars. Okay. But on the same week, we find out that, uh, and from the same uh, the same company." We find out that uh, they fired somebody for smoking pot, and the court said, no, you can go ahead and do them. You can feed them. So, porn good, pot bad at Fiat is the uh, the headline that should read uh, in Italy. You can uh, you can watch porn while you're on the job. Maybe, well, not while you're on the job. You're not supposed to watch porn on the job. That would cost you your work, okay? But if you're in the break, if you're taking a break, if you're in break time, ooh, there's a break whistle, uh... I got to go catch up on my latest porn film. <laughs> but if you were going to go catch up on your latest porn film and smoke pot, no. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. You cannot do that in Italy. You cannot do that working for fiat. Okay? Let's get that in your head right now. In the United Kingdom, gang has murdered a pedophile. Now, what's good is they're just taking the law into their own hands. So this is coming to a country near you very soon. You count on that. Gangs will be, and they're already doing it in their own little sections. It almost sounds like, uh, what does it sound like? What does it sound like when people live in an area, and it's their area, and then they have their own laws separate from the Constitution of the United States and laws within that state what did they call it? There's a thing that they call. There's something. It's from from Islam and and their book, and it's called. Oh, I know, Sharia law. So look for it, because gangs all over the world are going to be claiming their own Sharia law area. You can count on that. But they uh, they murdered uh, a pedophile, sexually assaulted him, made him eat dog feces. And uh, the excuse was, hey, I didn't do it. I got a couple of the gang members. It wasn't me. And, oh, by the way, uh, guess what? Uh, He was a bad guy, but he was alive when I left. Uh, He was still, you know, we just had him in the corner eating dog poop. That's all. He was alive. I didn't kill him. You think maybe that beating you gave him with that broom handle and feeding him dog poop might have killed him? Nah, he was alive when I left. He's fine. So look for it. That'll be coming to an area near you very, very 
soon. And there are many places, many, many places in this country that want to call it Sharia law. And boy, will it be fun when that starts happening. Count on that. We cannot let that happen, by the way. If that starts coming to fruition in where you live, stop it immediately. And why does it happen? Because we have stupid college courses. We talked a lot about, you heard a lot of the uh, Democrats this week on their presidential campaign debate talk about free college. And even Bernie Sanders, the great Bernie Sanders, you know, the person that Joy Behar is in love with. You know, the person that Joy Behar is in love with. Uh, I know actually, Hillary. I'm aroused by him. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry. Hillary laughed at that, too. Uh, he believes he has a plan to make Wall Street and the bankers. Everybody can just pay for them. Everybody get free college because of them, the rich people. Uh-huh. Well, if I don't want I don't want them those I don't want those companies. I don't want anybody paying for other people's colleges. Okay? I don't. I don't. Because we had one class now in college called Wasting Time on the Internet. Seriously. University of Pennsylvania. Wasting time on the internet is an English class. Come on now. Stop it. We talked. Uh, we talked one other time. So that uh, the University of uh, Washington D.C., uh, American University in Washington D.C., uh, has a Hunger Games course. That I almost I'll give you a couple of the movies. Ones there's more than one. You know, I while I find them kind of ridiculous, it's actually I wouldn't. I can see it being a course. I don't know that. I don't know how many credits I would give it, or if it would be worth anything for. I don't know that you could, you should have, be able to have a doctorate in the Hunger Games. But you know, you're going to talk about the politics and the ethics and the marketing and you know the, the the things that are going on in the world around the Hunger Games. So you know, I maybe maybe you get some some insight onto that. Uh, love, I'm sorry, I want to pronounce it correctly, Lust, Love, and Relationships, uh, offered at Syracuse University. Now, what's interesting about this particular class is the Lust, Love, and Relationship class at Syracuse University. Um, at a time when hormones are raging and relationships are rampant, it's a perfect for the demographic of college students looking to enroll. The course description says the Intricate dynamics of relationships ranging from for what and why individuals are attracted to each other, why and how individuals become embroiled in seemingly irresolved conflict across a variety of social contexts. But the picture that they show for the lust, love, and relationships just has a lady with a sexual device. I mean, I don't understand what that has to do with the course. Uh, breaking down Breaking Bad, another course at the. Uh, <laughs> come on now. At the SUNY New York, stop it. Breaking down Breaking Bad. I mean, I get it. It's the guy, you know, the whole thing behind the show. The sociology of Miley. Really? Skidmore College. Sociology of Miley. I think you know who Miley is and what she has become. Uh, Beyonce 101. 
really at Rutgers University? Are we are we seriously going to make it a college course? Game of Thrones, of course. What? Hold on, I'm going to go back. I want to see what that what college Game of Thrones is at. Let's take a guess at the College of Game of Thrones, University of Virginia. Well, I never would have guessed that. Um, Turn your love for the media into college credits by studying the inner details of both the books and the HBO series. Okay, they're just talking about, they're doing the same thing as the Hunger Games, trying to make it part of, trying to relate it to today. Uh, The art of walking. Yes, you know how difficult it is and how how difficult it is to put one foot in front of the other. Those of us that have had uh, maybe falls in the last year uh, do realize uh, how difficult it is to walk from time to time and stay upright. Uh, The Center College in Kentucky has a course dedicated to being outside called the Art of Walking. Enroll if you think you'd enjoy walking in parks, gardens, and museums while earning college credit. Oh, yes. Yes, the art of walking. Now, this class I don't have a problem with at all. I don't understand why there's why I'm saying there's a problem, except it's on this list called Cow to Cone. You can write your own jokes. Uh, the course, Penn State, Cow to Cone, is all about, yes, ice cream. Managing business and ice cream down to production. You'll study it all. Now, I'm guessing that part of the course is maybe eating all the ice cream. I'm a huge fan of that course. Huge fan. And, of course, the number one, the number one, what they're calling craziest college class, which I say, I don't know. Uh, You can get it at Michigan State University. Surviving the coming zombie apocalypse. Disasters, catastrophes, human behavior. Huh? Nice. This course has won awards and studies how and why people would behave the way they do during such life-threatening catastrophes, including preparedness and disaster management. The coming, surviving, the coming zombie apocalypse. Just watch The Walking Dead and then listen to Talking Walking Dead on the Blaze Radio Network. Not that difficult, Michigan State. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. It is. Welcome to it. On the Blaze Radio Network, thank you so much for joining myself and the rest of us here at the Blaze. We appreciate it. So I was going to talk a little bit about Lamar Odom and his struggles with uh, life uh, and death. And uh, apparently at the Love Ranch out in the Nevada desert, uh, he went into a coma. Now he's out apparently now, or at least came out of it for a little bit and, uh, said hi to Chloe, the estranged wife, Chloe Kardashian. 
Apparently to his friends, he was still in love with Chloe, and that Chloe broke up, breakup really hit him hard. Hit him so hard that he had to head to the brothel out in the desert and uh, hang out with hookers and have fun. Now look, at I'm not, I am not, <laughs> I'm not holding anything against my man Lamar doing out there in the in the brothel. He can do whatever he wants. According to Dennis Hoff, uh, the owner of a Love Ranch, um, the uh, former NBA player Lamar Odom uh, spent seventy five thousand dollars, which guaranteed him two women who would take care of any of his needs. Now, if you've got the money, why not spend it, right? Why not? Now, according to many people at the brothel, he used cocaine. And then he also uh, took 10 herbal supplement tablets over three days, which you can buy at the uh, brothel. I'm I'm almost positive that you couldn't buy an illegal drug at the brothel. I'm just saying. I'm sure he got the cocaine from somewhere else. Uh, but he is out of his uh, coma, and uh, you know the drugs are getting out of his system. And you know he's he will if he if he snaps out of it, it will be a great story. You know it'll be a great story of love lost and drugs, and it's a wonderful life now, and I'm all good. But why would I talk to you about Lamar Odom when I can talk to you about one of the greatest inventions ever made in Japan right now? Japanese scientists have invented an automated. An automated laundroid. That's right. A robot that will just wash your clothes, fold it, and put it on a cupboard. (laughs) My gosh. There's almost no reason to have a wife anymore when people in Japan are creating laundroids. Anybody ever tell you you look good today yet? No? Well, you do. Doggone it. You look fantastic. I mean that. Except, uh, I mean, you're not really going to just wear that all day, are you? Ooh. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.